0: hi everybody welcome back to the mindful you podcast i'm alan carroll and i'm your host And today, Jessa Carter. Jessa Carter has a a very interesting journey into mindfulness. Spent 10 years as a neurosurgeon and had so much pressure and, you know, 60, 80 hours of work, uh, not much of a life other than being the doctor and decided I have, to, I have to break the pattern. I have to do something. Because what I'm doing now is exhausting me physically, mentally, and emotionally. And she had a, an experience. You can call it a calling. In which she realized that her journey was going to be more in the spiritual domain. And how to manifest wealth how to support people in having a divine, divine wealth, using the power of the mind in order to help facilitate and create those experiences for people. Very much enjoyed talking with Jessica and, and, and I'm looking forward to having future conversations with her because she's just a wealth of information, a wealth of wisdom and a lot of exciting things to to share with us today. So please welcome Jessa Carter to the Mindful You podcast. Hi, Jessa, welcome to the Mindful You podcast. I'm excited to have the opportunity uh, to meet you and have you share your journey with our audience, your background, what got you into the work that you're doing to help bring consciousness into the world, and some of the things that you've done and some of the activities that you've done. But we'll start with a little bit of your background. So go ahead and share with us a little bit of, of what you're doing in the world.
1: So the, the background for me is a, is a bit unique. Um, I started out in Western medicine with a 10-year career in neurosurgery. So, yes, I used to drill holes in people's heads. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: and so I very lightheartedly say that I now do mind surgery, no scalpels or anesthesia required.
0: That's sweet. That's sweet.
1: Um, and so on my journey, when I first uh, started uh, on a path of growth, personal, professional, spiritual uh, growth. I had been working in neurosurgery at that time. I was six years in. I had been working 60 to 80 hours a week and um, had no life outside of work. Um, Outside looking in, everything would have looked really, you know, remarkable, a beautiful townhome, luxury car in the driveway, you know, prestigious letters behind my name and a prestigious career. And, um, you know, what was going on behind the scenes was I had um, lost a significant other and, um, and my finances were in the dump. And so here I was, um, you know, a young, bright professional living, you know, with a prestigious job and a six figure salary living paycheck to paycheck. And um, so I, reached a breaking point as, as anyone does when you're burning the candle from both ends of the sticks for, um, for that duration of time. And I, I woke up one day and I said that there's, there's more to life, (laughs) you know, um, than, than what you're currently experiencing. And, um, and so what I, what was interesting though, was when I first started on my journey and what I was first seeking was greater wealth and greater success, because I always thought that, um, I always thought that more money was, was the answer. And, and I had an I created an opportunity to do that. So I, I made a, a transition in medicine and I started doing contract work. Um, and and that led to a significant increase in, in my salary. It also led to a decrease in the amount of time that I was working. So I went from those 60 to 80 hour work weeks to only working 14 days a month, which is pretty awesome. I had two weeks off every single month um, and I was making about twice the pay. And um, And a short time in, I found myself living paycheck to paycheck again. And that's when I knew that something was wrong um, and Clearly, the answer was not more money. Um, And so I started focusing on abundance in my yoga practice. And that led me to an event called the called the Millionaire Mind Intensive, which uh, doesn't even it doesn't even exist anymore. But um, that it was at that event when I received the guidance, that clear calling, that clear guidance of Jesse, you're supposed to be on that stage. And I said yes to the call, not knowing really where that was going to take me. Um, And as my journey continued to unfold, um, what I was guided to support people in their journey on was that same peace that it was for me. Um, I was seeking greater wealth and success. Um, and what I received was so much more than that. And um, so my my first book is called The Peaceful Millionaire, Mind, Money, and Soul Wisdom. And I'll be writing The Peaceful Multimillionaire this year and The Peaceful Billionaire um, in the coming years. Um, and so in In the consciousness space, um, I'm certified as a a Theta Healing practitioner. I have seven certifications um, and really just dove into the neuroscience of not only consciousness, but really wealth and success. Um, And so my work is in divine wealth and um, I'm leading a revolution of freedom. And it is my mission to make financial freedom the norm. Um, and help a billion people worldwide become financially free
0: that sounds wonderful thank you for doing all those all, all those things you you mentioned a couple of words that I wanted to clarify because I'm not clear on them uh, one was uh seven levels of theta healing uh, oh. could you could you give me a snapshot of theta healing and and and, and I want you to think about people who are listening to the podcast, uh, what they could do an exercise or something practical that they could take away from our conversation that would help them achieve that state that you're talking about.
1: Absolutely. Um, so uh, theta theta healing uh, utilizes a theta state, um, which is a theta brainwave. so it's a it's a it's a deeply relaxed state. Um, so it it is oftentimes what's considered a meditative state, um, but there's a specific meditative process that you can go go through to get into that beta state. Now that's not, not something that I can that I can teach and share on a podcast, um, but one of the tools that um, that I can share um, is to in a is a mindfulness practice is to pause um, and so i i teach something called the 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 concept of slowing down in order to speed up and one of the ways that you can create space and time within your mind and within your day um and and create these moments and opportunities for you to slow down in order to speed up is to pause um and so you, pause is is just to to take a pause to stay take that step back from from whatever's either happening physically in your world or whatever's happening mentally in your world to pause and take a step back from that. Um, and from a wealth consciousness and prosperity consciousness perspective, um, the opportunity is to pause, close your eyes, take a deep breath and say to yourself, I breathe, therefore I prosper. I breathe, therefore I prosper.
0: I breathe, therefore I prosper.
1: I breathe, therefore I prosper.
0: I'm a big fan of of pausing. And the, the challenge that I have with pausing is unless you have a thought inside your head in the middle of the chaos to pause, pausing ain't going to happen. So how do you get yourself to be awake enough to tell yourself to pause so you don't get seduced by whatever that event is that's happening in front of you you're able to stand in stillness and silence and and groundedness and not be caught by the whirlwind of the thoughts that are circling around that thing outside that's causing issues Well
1: I think I think at some point when you're when you're in a a whether it's a an an environment that feels chaotic or that mental space that feels chaotic when you're really uh when you're overthinking something like you you your your body reaches a point of awareness like you automatically reach a a point of awareness um and so what i used what i used to do when when my mind was much more active because because it over time, I've I've re- completely retrained and reprogrammed my brain to operate in a very different way. Um, but I'm definitely someone who used to overthink everything and was always in my headspace. Um, and so there's a couple of a couple of different things um that you can do. So one is you have to create a pattern erupt for yourself. So if you're if you at least get to that point of awareness of my thoughts are spiraling. Um, what I used to do to myself is I would say I would literally like speak to myself out loud and I would say, Jessa, stop. Stop. Trust, believe, let go, and allow. Trust, believe, let go and allow. So wherever I was in the chaos, I would out loud speak to myself and tell myself to stop, to trust, to let go and allow. One of the other things that you can do as a pattern interrupt is if you say to yourself, stop, speak to yourself, use your own name, just a stop. Um, And the other thing you can do is say, get out of your head, get into your heart, get out of your head, get into your heart. And you actually put your hand on your head and move it to your heart. So you'd speak to yourself, get out of your head, get into your heart, get out of your head, get into your heart. And what will happen is like, you'll, you'll automatically like, shift. Um, you'll automatically shift. Um, I, I like to give multiple options for people. Um, and, you know, one of one of the other breaks is if you can, um, like this, this is an example that specifically happened to me when I was still working in medicine and doing contract work. I, um, I had a contract that I had been working on for months that was going to give me full-time work for like the next six months. Um, and at the last minute I received a phone call that that had fallen through. Um, and you know, this was well before my, um, hitting my four minute, my four minute mile and achieving financial freedom for myself. This was well before that. So, so what that created, uh, that phone call created and knowing that this, you know, solid source of income that I was supposed to have for six months, just. That I had been working on for months just went down the <laughs> by down the drain. Um, you know that it, it's those types of moments that that create this visceral reaction of of almost panic. Yeah. Um, you know, and the the oh oh crap moments of and and what am I going to do? Right. Yep. And and the fear takes over, and it becomes very overwhelming. And and I remember the moment. I remember the moment very vividly and and I wanted to shut down and and I and all I wanted to do was cry because at that moment I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And what I said to myself, I I gave myself a moment because it is important to feel. So I gave myself a, a moment to feel and a couple of minutes to cry but at the same time i'm also very aware that crying is not going to fix anything um and so i gave myself a moment to to feel the emotion with the knowing that the that, that just if i expressed the emotion that it would that it would shift and that the emotion itself wasn't a solution wasn't going to fix anything um and then i just started saying to myself everything happens for a reason and that reason is there to serve me even if i can't see it right now everything happens for a reason. And that reason is there to serve me, even if I can't see it right now. And I kept repeating it and I kept repeating it and I kept repeating it. And then all of a sudden the, the, the thought popped into my mind, well, what if, what if instead of doing contract work, cause I'd recently gotten a per diem job in New York and was like, well, what if instead of traveling and continuing to do contract work, what if I could find multiple per diem jobs here in New York that would give me, it pays almost as much as contract work. It would give me the ability to work as much or as little as I wanted to. It would also give me full ability to control my schedule. And so that what if I was like, well, that could actually work. And, because I shifted in that moment, right? Because I went to everything happens for a reason reasons that reasons there are served me, even if I can't see it right now. When the answer came with that idea, with that what if, I immediately went online and started looking for other per diem opportunities in New York. And I found several of which were literally posted within the past 24 to 48 hours.
0: Yep. I what I hear you talking about is that you have you had an experience, and the experience caused a lot of stirring up of thoughts, survival thoughts, fear thoughts, um, and what you did is you overrode it with some statements of confidence, and that calmed down the stirring up of the thoughts which were getting in the way of action. And then once the, you've calmed down, you took the breath, and then you said, okay, what am I going to do now? Uh, and so then you pursued something, and out of, out of that empty space, I'll, I'll call it the empty space of you, you let go of the the tension, I guess, uh, another thing opened up, another space opened up. And so you were, able to, uh, you were able to turn something that was a negative into, oh, that was meant to be. Because I wouldn't have gotten that had this happened. And so and what you got was something that was even nicer and prettier and new and uh, and yeah. and and that you you have that now. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the synchronicity. Right. So so one of the you know, one of the other shifts is, you know, that every every perceived obstacle um is an opportunity. So if you can shift your perspective from obstacle equals obstacle to obstacle equals opportunity, what happens is if your perception, if your mind's definition of is obstacle equals obstacle, your subconscious mind throws up a giant red stop sign and it acts accordingly. But when you, what you're actually overriding in that shift, when you say obstacle equals opportunity, when you say everything happens for a reason and that reason is there to serve me, even if I can't see it right now, what you're doing is you're overriding your logical conscious thinking mind and you're allowing the profound intelligence from your subconscious mind to actually step in and support you. So when, when you say obstacle equals opportunity, what happens is now your subconscious mind actually steps in and starts searching for the opportunity. Or when you're saying to yourself, everything happens for a reason, that reason is there to serve me, even if I can't see it right now. So you're not that's not talking to your conscious, logical thinking mind for a solution. That's actually tapping into your subconscious mind. Where's Where's my solution? Where's the opportunity? And that's where the answers come from. The answers don't come from here.
0: And to be able to go from here to hear uh, is mindfulness. I would say uh, if you're in your head, that would be I use the word you're disembodied, and when you're in your body, your heart, you're in your in you're in your you're in embodied, and the thoughts that were causing the aggravation have faded away, and now you're just still in your body, and then 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 the universe opens up its arms and magical things happen. That's what I, that's what I experienced on my side of the coin. And I bet it's the same for you too.
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like pressing pause, you know, on the, on the chatter, on, on the, on the the mental chatter. Um, It's like pressing pause. Like if you, if you just press pause on that long enough to, to get quiet and yes. to to go within there's a, there's um one of one of the principles in the peaceful millionaire is if you sit with a question long enough, the answer will find you. If you sit with a question long enough, the answer will find you. um So even even that statement of everything happens for a reason and that reason is there to serve you, even if you can't see it right now, it, it's similar to sitting with a question because because your, your mind is like, well, well, where is it? Right. You know, everything happens for a reason. That reason is there to serve me. Even if I can't see it right now, your subconscious mind is searching for that reason and, and you'll, you'll receive answers. And so, um, so that's where, that's where most people, um, you know, kind of lose a lot of power when it comes to the power of the mind um, I, I teach the mind as a $27 billion asset with 27 billion kilowatts of power. And and when you understand how valuable and powerful your mind is, and when you learn how to use that and leverage that value and that power to your benefit, you you now automatically have this edge yep. above everyone else.
0: Yep a resource that's not available to other people definitely is something that I've experienced. Before we complete, I'd like to ask you, so the audience has been listening to you share and they say, wow, that's fantastic. I'd like to know more about what Jess is doing. How could people connect with you? Uh, so the
1: the best way to connect with me if you would love to just spend some time with me and and learn more and walk away with some additional pearls and wisdom um, is I have a free um, training that that I do and it's an opportunity to spend some time with me and learn a lot more um, and really get to know me and and walk away with some incredible value and pearls and wisdom. Um, and that, that free training is how to 10 your earning power and live the life of your dreams without working harder, budgeting or saving. Um, and so that's just my gift, um, to, to anyone who's listening that feels, um, that this has resonated with you. If you feel called to do so, um, and you can, you can join that the next free training by going to the peaceful masterclass thepeacefulbillionaire.com slash masterclass.
0: Wonderful. We'll also, we'll have that in the notes too. So when people watch the podcast, there'll be show notes and we'll make sure that that's in the show notes too. Jesse, I appreciate you talking with our audience on the Mindful You podcast. And I'd like to thank you for sharing your pearls of wisdom. And I feel that we've only just scratched the surface. I think there's deeper down to go and hopefully in the future we can have we can continue our conversation so thank you very much for being a wonderful guest on the mindful you podcast
1: thank you for having me alan
0: bye bye for now bye. thank you for listening and please catch us on the next great episode of the mindful you podcast and please share us with your friends and fellow travelers on the path.